Hey, how's it going? My name is Stephen Marks and welcome to the Spirit and Truth podcast. My purpose with all of these teachings is to equip you with the word of God and help you understand your authority, your power, your victory and mission as a believer in Jesus Christ. So you go from glory to glory and victory to victory by the power of Holy Spirit who lives in you. So enjoy, God bless and let's get our generation saved. Welcome to episode two of Secrets to Answered Prayer. We're going to dive straight in. Um, if you'd turn with me to Matthew 7, uh, verse 7 to 11, and we're also going to be using Luke 11, verse 1 uh, to 13. And so this is what it says, verse 7. I'm going to just go straight in and then we'll go from here. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, it will be opened. For which one of you, if, he, if, he's, sorry, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father who is in heaven, sorry, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him. Now, what I really like about this passage is ask, seek, and knock are actually the acronym ask, which is really cool. It's all about asking, asking the Lord. He wants you to petition him, to come before him and say, this is what your word says. Let's see it happen. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, as I'm an image bearer, I have authority to speak things into existence by the power of your word, by power of faith. I speak it now in the name of Jesus. I receive it now in Jesus name and off you go, right? So the first thing that I want to say, point one of uh, our second part to secrets of answered prayer is this, ask, seek and knock right? Ask, seek, and knock. It will be given is the promise that's attached to it. Therefore, prayer needs to be done with thankfulness and a receptive heart and mind. So you've got to purpose it in your heart and in your mind as you go into prayer. I'm going to ask, I'm going to seek, and I'm going to knock. And the the, the result of doing that is receiving, finding, and opening. I receive it before it even happens. I purpose it in my mind that when this happens, I know I've received. I know I've been opened. I know I've found. Like you've got to have the end result met in mind and received before you even ask. Does that make sense? So you're not just aimlessly walking into something. You actually are already knowing and speaking the end result. Do you, do you see that? It's, it's deep, but it's also critical. When, when you get that kind of thinking, you blot out the lie that the enemy tries to, to do of doubt or the what if he doesn't answer? What if this? What if that? Or um, how can I be sure? You know, is God's word really saying that? You know, all those things are rubbish. Don't listen to it. If it's in God's word, go after it. That's what his word says. What is he faithful? And he never changes, right? I've given five reasons why God doesn't change. And so we've got to ask, we've got to seek, and we've got to find. Sorry, we've got to ask, we've got to knock, we've got to uh, seek. And when we do that, we receive, we find, and the doors open. Bang. All right, so that's the first thing. We've got to be thankful for those things, right? That thanksgiving is evidence of the fact that we've received. It's okay. Thank you, God. Like, I've just asked for this. I receive it now by faith, and I give you praise. I honor you. I worship you, right? That's what the point is. 
So check it out. Another point. Ask Father for the very best. For your heart's desires. Since even heathen fathers make earthly good things happen for their children, how much more will the heavenly Father make happen for you? You've got to understand this. We serve a good God. As believers, we're not dirty, rotten sinners. We're saints. That's why it says to the saints in Galatia or Ephesus or Philippi. It's not to the dirty, rotten sinner. You are a saint. You're washed by the blood of Jesus. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. If it's not for Jesus, then yes, you'd be lost. But Jesus has covered you by his blood. He has taken away your sin. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. That's what his word says. So come before him in prayer, knowing that he delights in you, knowing that he's proud of you, knowing that if you have the faith to come before him and ask for something, it moves his heart. That's what his word says. In Hebrews 11 verse 6, it's impossible to please God without faith. Therefore, when you come before him with boldness and expectancy, asking for the very best, that is exactly what happens in your life. All right. So we got to start asking for the very best. Get your hopes up. That's what it says. Now faith is the evidence of things hoped for. Start hoping for more. Start getting excited for what the Lord's doing. The best is yet to come. He's a deliverer. He's a healer. He's a restorer. He's a strengthener. And he's confirming what he's spoken to you time and time again, what was spoken over your family when you were growing up. All those words that have been spoken over you, even his Bible, he's confirming, sorry, even his word, he's confirming it all the while. Um, Jeremiah 1 verse 12 says he watches over his word eagerly to perform it. God's just waiting for you to put his word into action in your life for it to happen. So get excited. Start asking God for big things, right? Ephesians, um, I've got it written down here. Ephesians 3 verse 20, right? It literally says, Now to him who's able to do far more abundantly than we can ever ask, think, or imagine, be glory forever, right? He can do far more than you can even ask. So you better ask for as much as you possibly can because imagine how much more he's going to do. That's the God that we serve, right? So that was the second point. Ask for big things. Ask for the best things. All right. Next point. Point three persistence, right? Oh, let me read this actually. Turn with me to Luke 11. Oh, this is good. I love this passage. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Luke 11. I'm going to start. I'm going to start in verse eight, I think. Um, I tell you, though he will. Okay, no, I need to start in verse five. And he said to him, which of you has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within the house, Don't bother me, the door is now shut, and my children are in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything, because he is his friend, yet because of his imprudence or persistence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If then, you who are evil, know how to give good things to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit 
to him who asks. So good. There you go. This is the point that I wanted to hit. Persistence is important. Not persistence complaining, but persistent faith. That is hope, trust, hope and trust what has happened in the spirit to manifest in the physical, if that makes sense. So basically, you're not saying, oh my goodness, Lord, why isn't this happening? You're saying, Lord, thank you that this is what your word says. Lord, thank you that it's already come to pass. Thank you that your word says you watch over your word to perform it. And I've prayed, I've asked, which means I've received, I've found, the door's been opened. I thank you for it. I give you praise for it. Lord, I worship you for this. I cannot wait for it to arrive here so I can actually worship with it before you. That's the kind of attitude we're talking about. We're calling it done now, even though it isn't, right? That's exactly what we're called to do because even God did that. He said things as though they were, even though they weren't. That's what his word says. What does that even mean? It means he said, let there be light when there wasn't light. And then what happened? There was light. That's what I'm talking about. So now we see things as though they were, even though they weren't. Does that make sense? I'm saying, Father, thank you for full provision for Florida. Next thing you know, full provision for Florida happens. That's what I'm talking about. Getting a grip on persistence. And then it's once I declare it, I'm thanking him for it again and again and again and again and again until it happens in the manifest. Does Sorry, in the physical. Does that make sense? All right. I've got another note here that I just wrote down, which is, therefore, write down the date and prayer so as to keep track of what has been answered versus what is being answered and give God praise. Share a testimony. So that was what I wanted to say. All right. When you're persistent, you've got to write down, okay, Father, when did I ask for this? Here on such and such a date. This is what I wrote down, right? Remember what I said in part one about the shopping list? Be specific. Write down what you want to see the Lord answer in your life. Okay, write those things down, be persistent in praising and thanking God for those things. And then when you receive it in the physical, when it happens, right? Because you've already received it by faith. It's in the spirit, it's done. But in the natural, it's catching up. So now when it happens in the natural, it's testimony. That's why you share it. That's why I kicked off this podcast with two testimonies of where I literally declared and it came to pass in reality. I spoke it and it came to pass. I wrote down the date. I know the days that it took. I know what happened in between those days. I thank God every morning for it, even though I knew it wasn't happening. I watched money flood into their accounts because of... um, I was asking for full provision for Florida. Literally, every one of our team members experienced some random person giving money into their life. We even had it coming from our university, them giving money back to us. I mean, have you ever heard of that? That's like getting tax money back. In fact, that actually happened to one of our team members in this period of time where when, when you ask the Lord for things to start happening in your life and you start receiving them, things begin to happen. You've just got to stand on your faith. You've got to be steadfast on his word. Does that make sense? All right. And then sharing the testimony. Revelation 12, 11 says we overcome the evil one by the blood of the lamb. Right. We know we're the righteousness of God in Christ and the word of your testimony. And they did not even fear for their lives even until death. Right. That means you share the testimony of Jesus 
operating in your life. You give glory, you give credit to God, and He has no favorites. What does that mean? It means what He did in my life, what He did in my life, how He answered my prayer, how He operated in my life, He can do it in yours. If you have the faith to receive it, it can happen. That is what we are saying. Make sense? You've got to be able to share that testimony because that's now a weapon that you use to destroy the enemy. What's the enemy going to operate in? Stealing, killing, and destroying. What? Your faith, your life, everything about you. He's going to do everything he possibly can to destroy everything about you. And so now start using your testimony and say, Ha, Satan, you might come to me and say that God isn't actually who he says he is. The funny thing is I've already prayed and I've already received this. It's already happened in the spirit. There's nothing you can do about it. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is happening. I have nothing to fear. I'm going to be able to tithe. I'm going to be able to give. I'm going to be able to bless all these people. Thank you, Lord, so much for what you're doing in my life. Thank you, Jesus, that I go to class, that I have clear mind, that I understand I have the wisdom to do my homework to the standard that's above and beyond everyone in my class. Thank you, Jesus, that I operate at another level because I am a believer. That is what it's like. You see, you are not normal. You're different. You are built different. As a believer, you are different. You're a different species. Everyone else is whack. You as a believer know something that the rest of the world doesn't. And if you don't believe me, go and read your Bible. Read uh, John I think it's John 14, like 15, John 14, 15 through the end. Um, literally, it says, now the world cannot receive the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. But you can receive that because you're not of this world. You are of heaven. That's why you're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. You're at the right hand of God. You're seated with him in heavenly places. So now we're recognizing that authority and we're stepping in that in our prayer. This is deep, right? So that's enough for today. I pray this blesses you in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray you start seeing testimony. You start seeing changes in your walk with the Lord in your life that things start to come to pass. Do me a favor. Anything that happens in your life, any of these testimonies, let me know whether it's sickness, whether it's disease, whether it's finances, whether it's restoration of family, whatever it is, job opportunities. I want to know what it is. I want to give glory to God. I want to worship Him because He told me people need to know how to pray. And so I pray in Jesus' name. No, I know. I receive that this is wisdom and revelation and something that's going to change your life. So I pray a blessing over you in Jesus' name. And I'll see you in part three. God bless.